number one is work out your group, speak with the coaches, get them on board, see what they, from their perception, what do they think the group needs, and then have an annual plan, periodize it out, have know your big weeks from your down weeks, know when your buys are in your season. So VAFA have in the July, they have two buys in a row. But naturally, I've put in a bit of a training block during that time because it'll be you know six weeks out from finals. So that's where you can sort of get a good training stimulus. You're listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Live Chat Sunday Show. My name is Jack McLean. I am your host. And each week I stream live at 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time from our YouTube channel to provide a weekly update. I also stream live to our Instagram to answer any questions sent through to us during the week. And then at the very end, finish off with a power tip to help footballers gain a competitive edge for the upcoming football season. You might be thinking, how do I feature my question? It's very simple. You can email us at info at preparelikeapro.com or direct message us from any of your socials. I'll include the answers in the next PLP live chat show. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode and are hungry for more Aussie rules football knowledge, then our academy is for you. Our academy is designed for footballers and aspiring AFL strength and conditioning staff. Included is weekly coaching sessions, invites to our community of athletes and coaches, and complete free access to our high-performance education. And lastly, discounts on programs and merchandise. For more information, head to preparelikeapro.com slash academy. Let's get into today's episode. Hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to this month's Get Better Plan coaching call. Thank you for everyone that's tuned in live. If the Zoom link didn't work or you didn't receive the email and you're an Academy member listening into the recording here, make sure to hit me up at jackapapillacapro.com. I'll just need to look at your account as there's some form of error. Um, However, if you're receiving the links and you just simply can't make the upcoming month, I usually give everyone at least a month's notice on when that will be. And you can do that by checking the community button. Uh, sorry, not the community, but the weekly calendar in the Academy membership, which I'll show in a second. I'll share my screen and we'll have a look at the dashboard for those new members. And you can post all your questions there. And that's actually where we're going to start with this monthly call is with a couple of questions sent through from one from Dave, who's a new Academy member, as well as one from Matt. One's on uh, strength and conditioning, the Australian Strength and Conditioning Coaches Association course, where to start with it. And then another question is all about periodization for a local football club. So before we get into the presentation, I thought we'd start with those two questions. And if anyone that's listening in has any questions as well, feel free to hang around at the end. I'll, I'll close the recording and answer all your questions live. So my top 10 episodes, which I did a weekly update on to our public podcast last week and briefly touched on these top 10, I also posted a tweet. So if you're interested in finance on Twitter, you can comment on those top 10 for beginner strength and conditioning coaches starting out, how to maximize your ambitions in working in elite sport. I'm going to share some stories for Academy members. So this is an exclusive presentation only for Academy members. So that's why you're watching this because you're currently a member with us. And then also provide some what what's new at the pros, a bit of an update, and also, like I mentioned, hang around for some questions. So before we get into the presentation, let's just get straight into these questions. So firstly, for those new members wondering how do you send in a question, I'll just show you. Bear with me. I'm just, this is the 
editor's version. So normally it wouldn't look like this. Okay, we've got a dashboard. Okay, so once you log in, this is what you should see. You've, we've got our podcast episodes categorized here, our Get Better plan. So that's something that I would recommend checking out all the recordings in there because that's exclusive content for academy members only. If you're a coach, you'll be in the coaches membership area and you'll see specific coaches academy content. If you're a footballer, you'll see footballers content. So I've broken those up. PLP live chats. So this section here will have some content and also some live workshops that only stream here rather than streaming from our socials. Then we've got our weekly update. So those recordings go here. At times I'll have Academy members jump on and join me for these weekly updates. So when we do that, it's exclusive content that only makes the Academy membership rather than the podcast. Roadmap. So this is for one for footballers, one for coaches. So it's a 30-day challenge to, if you're a coach, to launching your own online business, how to do it successfully for social media and also searchable content point of view, as well as finding your niche. And for footballers, it's all about improving your lifestyle so you can live an elite lifestyle. There's good habits to build. And then this is the button that I was referring to before. So the community section, you can click that and you can post questions here and you can see any past discussions that have happened from between myself and the academy members. So that's a great section to, if you can't make the upcoming week, um, the monthly coaching call, this is your place to go to hit me up. This is also the best place to ask me any questions to do with your business your, or your coaching. And what I do is like, I'll show an example now with the two questions sent through, I'll, I'll have a written answer and then I'll elaborate more in video format and that way I can really work top of it and nut it out. So now that you know for new members where to go, let's get into the first question. So this is from David. Hi Jack, I'm a qualified personal trainer, but I'm looking to do my strength conditioning course through ASCA. I presume I start level one. So great question, Dave. I highly recommend doing your ASCA level one. That's actually how I did it. So I was personal training for six years. And then I was interested in strength conditioning, so I did my level one course. Now things have changed. You've actually got to do an intro to S and C before you can qualify for level one. So um, make sure to tick that off. I've actually posted a link here to how to sign up for that. So your intro to S and C, then that allows you to do level one. Both of those courses are pretty quick. The way you'll get a lot of benefit and also some good networking from them. So benefit from a knowledge point of view practical skills, but also networking point of view and be a level two. So my recommendation, get the intro to S&C and a level one done ASAP and then get try and get to the level two as soon as possible so you can really get what you want out of it in terms of practical skills as an S&C coach, but also from a credibility point of view, intro to S&C and level one because they're so easy to complete. Heaps of people have them, but level two is a little bit more of a separator compared to the competition. And the sooner you get it, the, the better you're able to apply the skill set so that's a pretty straightforward question. Hopefully that answers the query there, Dave, and let us know how you get on with it. Next question's from Matt. Hey, Jack and team, with pre-season training currently resuming, I was wondering what recommendations you would for those trying to juggle team football training and their strength conditioning program. Great question. The current plan is to run football training on Mondays and Wednesday evenings with an extra optional field session on Saturdays without the team for speed conditioning, et cetera. How would you structure the week? Gym, Monday AM, football, Monday PM, et cetera. Would you still advise athletes to chase parent hypertrophy gains as the football loads increase or dial back ROM in volume in the gym and focus on football performance? Thanks. Hey, Matt. 
Yeah, obviously, great questions and yeah, something I'm really passionate about is how to apply your strength and conditioning principles to a, a team format, particularly a local grassroots because you know, there's so many more constraints um, for, both from a resource point of view but also time. So you've got to really have a, a good ability to be able to work out what's relevant and what's not. And I think that would be the third part of advice here would be from a strength and conditioning point of view, you mentioned their power hypertrophy or range of motion. Have a chat with the coach and sit down, go through the lid and try and identify what are some big rocks that you want to focus on for the, and then note down one or two of those rather than trying to chase everything. Note down one or two that you think are really going to move the needle for your football performance. And that might be player availability. So then you can put in a program on, okay, how can I maximize their tissue resilience and robustness of the athletes? I have to look at the injuries, the type of injuries they have. Were they contact-based? Were they more soft tissue? And then that can guide your programming and prescription. Or it might be a performance thing. So the head coach, their perception and, and maybe the leadership group as well is that they just weren't fit enough last year and, and you need to put in an aerobic-based running program to improve their, their running. But also you need the coaches on board to be able to spend more time in the program on running because there's no point identifying something if, unless you're able to work on it. So that could be, or it might be the opposite, it might be strength and power and you need to get in the gym more and get the athletes bought into following their gym programs with you, but also doing homework sessions outside. So that would be first phase. I thought I'd share my screen here. And this is something I did for a local football club, Corporal Gamarans, who work with us. Just want to make sure that I'm sharing my screen. You can see this just because I've changed a fair few screens. Let's make sure there we go. Yep. Okay. So this is an annual planning program for what sounds like a very similar situation that you've, you've got yourself in, mate, in terms of a, a local football club. They're not professional athletes, but they're pretty serious about what they do and, and you want to maximize their return on on investment from a time point of view. So I've broken down, this is an annual planning, basic annual periodization, um, but it's a good go-to. I find it's really helpful to reference my annual periodization when I'm doing my weekly blocks, monthly blocks, because I can look at what areas have we identified as important and therefore they can influence what areas, what, you know, physiology, from physical point of view, what am I trying to chase? And then what am I trying to maintain? And that's the challenge with football as well, is you're not going to go through like linear periodization it's going to be something where you're doing a lot of a little bit of everything at once, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, very different to how a powerlifter or a weightlifter would change or, or a track and field would train. We're trying to work on many qualities at once. But simply put, off season, obviously, a time for them to recover and rejuvenate. So, you can see prioritize recovery and maybe some mobility work in there. And then once we get into November, they're pretty much working on their aerobic capacity and hypertrophy. So, a lot more higher rep work in the gym, working on technique, but also time under tension to elicit some muscle gain and anaerobic capacity. So naturally the intensity of, of running is down and they're just building their on legs. So just get basically to recondition them to be able to handle the rigors of, of football. So you got a few weeks of, of that. From there, I, I don't really program a lot of hypertrophy work after that. I'm a big believer that if you get the athletes stronger and, and more powerful and you can periodize um and just get them in the habit, especially grassroots football, just get in the habit of going to the gym three to four times a week. They're going to get bigger, but more importantly, they're going to get massed. So I, I don't use the word hypertrophy too much for footballers, but I really speak a lot about high consistency and getting them in the gym. And then I keep the rep ranges typically around your strength, your classic strength and power. So flip my sets with my reps rather than doing like hypertrophy, you might do five sets of 10. 
I'd rather do 10 sets of five majority of the year because the intensity is going to be higher, i.e. how heavy they lift. The quality is going to be better and the speed of movement is going to be more appropriate for, for the sport. So for me, I prioritize strength and power over hypertrophy. And you can see that in the yellow sections in majority of the work. If we look in here, I focused on max strength for majority of the year, particularly in season. There's a little bit of hypertrophy in the preseason, particularly in their Christmas blocks and during their off season. Naturally, is where I'll, I'll want to try and chase some muscle mass. But for most of the year, we're looking at strength and we're looking at power. Uh, and it doesn't mean that they're not still gaining some muscle mass around that, that period. It just means that our focus is, is trying to increase their max force production and their ability to produce force at a rapid rate. From a physiology point of view, same as hypertrophy, I don't spend a lot of time on aerobic endurance, but that's because the athletes I've worked with generally got a pretty good base. If they don't, then I do. So like a lot of your younger, younger athletes, I will do more like three-minute runs and longer efforts. But for the majority of them, I spend it much more what's specific to the game, which is their aerobic power and their ability to repeat high-intensity efforts as where I spend majority of pre-season. So things like 150-meter reps, I love for that speed, endurance, that repeatability and getting them to, to run at high intensity. And then to improve their ability to recover, I'll do jog returns. So I keep the rep ranges pretty short typically rather than doing like four, five, six-minute steady-state runs. I'll program shorter high-intensity reps but then challenge them in the recovery. So it might be over a period of time, your short rest periods if it's passive rest or I have an active recovery. And that's how I'll, I'll tie in the aerobic demands in the game. And then I'll work really closely with what are the coaches trying to achieve from their blocks. And I think it's really important as strength and conditioning coaches that we work closely with the coaches. And there might be a group that actually you're working with that are physically in really good shape. So therefore, you're in you're the ability, like you mentioned, you can focus on football performance a lot more of your time. So your conditioning is going to be pretty condensed in terms of you're going to have less time with the athletes, but you're going to make sure that it's really appropriate. That's where you might do things like break the bucket them into groups and, and do things like the anaerobic speed reserve, identify who are your fast athletes that have a big anaerobic speed reserve because they're fast, but they've got a low maximum aerobic speed from the 2K time trial that you did. You might have your hybrid athletes that are somewhat in the middle, and then you've got your aerobic beasts that have a big S, but they've got a low anaerobic speed reserve because they're not super fast. So by breaking them into those three different groups, you could do a MAS pup session once a week where you're running them in those groups. Then another session of your week could be focus more on their strengths. So work on, you know, for the aerobic athletes, really challenge them aerobically. So that's where they can do a lot of job returns. They can do longer efforts. So you can challenge them more from an aerobic point of view challenge the speed athletes with more repeat sprints and repeat high intensity efforts which is probably how they play anyway and then to challenge the hybrid athletes you might split them between the two and alternate on fortnightly so one fortnight they're with the aerobic athletes the other fortnight they're with the speed so they're getting a bit of both so you're working on their weapon one session of the week the other session of the week you're working on their weaknesses so the aerobic athletes they're getting more speed endurance the speed athletes are getting more aerobic work and you, you know you alternate that fortnightly spot with your hybrid group. So that would be how I'd do it. Where less if if you've got a group that's in pretty good shape, and you and the coaches really want to maximize their time with the with with footies in hand and, and tactical technical side of things, then I would bucket them so you've sort of individualized it into the groups. Have themes of your session. This is an aerobic day. This is the speed day for those athletes, and then you know test them 
uh, you know, in, in, in eight weeks and see the results they're getting, you might need to adjust the who's in what group, you know, especially the hybrid might change or a speed might go into a hybrid or an aerobic might go into a hybrid. So by being specific, that should be quite helpful. It should also help with engagement and buying. But also if you haven't done this already, and I'd, I'm more than happy to share this spreadsheet with you, mate, just nut out a, a spreadsheet. And then from there, you can book out like roughly have your monotony load strained and acute by just timing how long your sessions are going for. Uh, so time on legs and then asking, you know, over 10 athletes, the RPE, if you haven't got GPS, just objective score and looking at your, your loads on the field and mapping those out so you can get an idea of how far off you are from your volume and your intensity side of things and having an idea of when are you going to be your, your, big, your big block like from here. This is our biggest block of the year from an intensity and pre-season point of view and that's early March, for example. So you, you can word the athletes up a couple of weeks in advance when you've done this work and say, guys, March 6 is going to be a huge week Make sure that you're, you've got your recovery down pack, your lifestyle, your nutrition, your sleep, and that's where your education can come in. And it's not just for the sake of education, but it's actually they, they're applying it straight away because they know that they've got a big week ahead and they know that it, to you know reduce the risk of injury, we need to be well-recovered and well-prepared. And then you can see that there's just consistency of loading in season to help with performance and maximize recovery while also chasing some strength gains. So it's not like it's just recovery during that in season because the volume is a lot less typically my pre-season a high volume um, and then my in season because you, you're not pushing for, for stimulus as much the volume on the legs is way down even including the game by about 30 percent so therefore you can attack some really good progress in the gym and that's where the philosophy is that you know, we're, we're a contested game we're going to work on your strength and power in season we're going to continue to build your and maintain your match fitness so on bye weeks, we're going to be putting in the work to maintain that match fitness. And then come September, you're going to be well conditioned for the football game, but also you're going to be your strongest. So you know, a lot of the new athletes with that philosophy will hit personal bests on their box squat, trap bar, deadlift, bench press, in season with that philosophy, which is exactly what we want. We don't want that. You use the, the dangerous word of maintaining all their physical qualities. Yes, we're maintaining match fitness over in season, but no, we're increasing your strength and power and some maybe even their max speed or, or the ability to accelerate because they've reduced and increased their maximal force output. So hopefully that makes sense from a general philosophy point of view. Obviously, you've got to, number one is work out your group, speak with the coaches, get them on board, see what they, from their perception, what do they think the group needs, and then have an annual plan, periodize it out. Have know your big weeks from your down weeks, know when your buys are in your season. So VAFA have in the July, they have two buys in a row. But naturally, I've put in a bit of a training block during that time because it'll be, you know, six weeks out from finals. So that's where you can sort of get a good training stimulus. And then you might be expecting a bit of a, if you're in a good position because you've set yourself up for success over that block and you're strongly in top four, then you push pretty push the athletes hard here. Even if you're seeing some fatigue and a bit of drop off performance, you sort of wear it to be able to get some back-end performance around this period and sell it to the coaches that way. Obviously, if you're pushing and you're in survival mode, then you'd be training the group very differently in that way. You'd be keeping it pretty consistent. So every group's different. Every coach, just make sure the coaches are aligned and the leadership group aligned with what you're wanting to do and what you're wanting to do. You're bringing everyone else along for the journey and you'll get a much better buy-in. You'll get a much better results. That's what I've found anyway. So um, yeah, once you've mapped out your, your annual plan, your rough training load prescription. So what you measure, you'll improve, but also you'll, it's important that you 
you're getting some sort of feedback back from the athletes to see how they're coping with the program. So you're not too rigid with your annual plan. You're actually adjusting it and you're agile with your prescription to how the athletes are on that day. And then you know, plan out your conditioning sessions with the dates appropriate to um, tie in with those sessions that you've done. So like I mentioned, I'm more than happy to share this spreadsheet, mate. If you've listened to this recording, hit me up or anyone that's listening to the recording, if, if, you, if this would help you, I'm more than happy to share. That's what the, the Get Better Plan is all about, is helping high-performance staff with their coaching and their programming. So thank you for tuning in. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength and conditioning coach, and I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content. Learn who the guests are in advance and submit questions. Access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like a Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts and freebies and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making the Prepare Like a Pro community possible and just for $5 a week you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in and you can cancel absolutely any time.